Three blokes, no clue. On the 10th of May, 2021, uh, we're just going to... A few burning questions about the about the prison bars in Kochi and West Coast and uh, the ladder as it stands right now. Go through the games. Uh, go through our boys and tips and our usual awesome segments at the end. Uh, Tin Delicious and White Corner. That's right, mate. That's all we do down at uh, Demon oh, Land. All we is do win, is win. win. Welcome to Three Blokes No Clue. Uh, we're here with the oh, the usual suspects, uh, Jeremy and Phil. Uh, we've yeah. got a stand-in tonight for our man Clay, who is... We, we have a medical sub tonight. Yes. Clay, Clay is out on international Clay is out on international. By the way, uh, apologies for last week. Philip was very under the weather. Yeah, yeah, I was. And uh, you're in no shape to do a pod with. No, and Clay was it still out of would have been, so. It would have been better for all of us. Uh, and mm. Clay being away as well, we thought we'd... Uh, Thought we'd, uh, we'd load vantage for a week. Now, um, we're going to introduce Brad Jackson, who's been on the pod before. Yeah, it's for all the loyal for listeners. For all the loyal if they're listeners, still, if, they're, if they're still here. Uh, whenever we had Brad Jackson. B. Uh, Jackson. And he's uh, the only one of us has actually done any research out of the three. So, oh, yeah. uh, welcome, Brad. Go, how are we? Don't go too far, mate. Don't go too far. Oh, you've written some notes in the notebook. That's about the extent of our, uh, extent of our research. Now, um, our rundown has been thrown into disarray because yes. uh, Richmond Football Club have just decided to come out with a bombshell <laughs> just before we went, before we go to before, air. Lads. Before we went to air, yeah, um, do you want to just uh, if you know any details, building well the details I know at the moment is Shy, Shy Bolton and uh, Daniel Rioli were uh, involved in an altercation at a nightclub where. I believe uh, there was a um, bit of a punch on taking place, and Shy Bolton's now uh, stuffed up his wrist, and he's out for two to three. Broken days. wrist, broken wrist. Um, not the same kind of broken wrist I got after Saturday night, but uh, a broken wrist, nevertheless. Yeah, and he was apparently he was sticking up for his girlfriend, and all right, all right, good on him. Yeah, but the fact remains, Philip. Yes. Why are they in that position in the first Why place? Why are they in that position? As we discussed off air a bit earlier, mate. When you're a an elite athlete, so irrespective of AFL here or, you know, uh, basketballers in the US or the soccer players in the UK and Europe, um, uh, unfortunately, whether it's fair or unfair, um, you've got a profile, so you are not afforded the same benefits as what we are when we go out. We can walk into a nightclub and um, unless you're fortunate looking, you're probably not going to get much attention. Um, for these footballers, sadly, there's some people out there that will see a Daniel I mean, Rioli. Uh, Airman and B. Jackson have you got plenty of attention. Yes, yes, and indeed he would have, a good-looking wrist that he is. But, you know, if you're a Daniel Rioli or a Shy Bolton and you play for arguably the biggest club in Victoria, um, if not the AFL, um, and you're in the middle of Melbourne, you're going to get recognised and there will be some clowns there that have had a gut full of grog and they'll want to, you know, play funny buggers and cause trouble and things like that. And sadly, uh, maybe uh, from what we know so far, Shy and um, uh, Daniel probably didn't make the right decision. Maybe they should have 
Stayed home. Stayed home or, so, or left. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first what? time Richmond's been in this. No, position, it is. No, it's not. No, Sydney. Was it Sydney Stack and uh, yes. someone else last yes, year? Sydney Stack and I forget the name. Just club yeah. and, yeah. and then a couple of years the before, that, and... same sort of thing. Apparently, yeah. there was a, another bar altercation with some Richmond players. Yeah, so it's it's so standing up for a girlfriend's honour. Oh, like all right. Um, what's well, like what what. Uh, what camp do you sit in, Brad? Do you sit in the, oh, hey, he should have stuck up for his girlfriend, or are you in the camp of what the hell were you doing there? Exactly. XXX? You're a professional football player. Why are you sinking piss in the first place? Yeah. Like, yeah. you want to play for the best team, I guarantee you, Hardwick's sitting there going, you were fucking drunk the other day? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. And, uh, and we, we as just a normal folk, we, look, we feel for them. Like, yeah, 100% they, we do. That they can't go out and enjoy themselves or anything like that. But, look... If I was making if I was making half a million a year or or something close to whatever these boys are on. Well the AFL average at the moment is around three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Now yes. I don't know too many people in a normal day job that earn that sort of money. Yeah, so you you're making you're making a bit of coin and yeah. with so with that comes a little teeny ounce of responsibility. To uh, quote Spider Man with great power mm. comes great responsibility and it's you know, if they had their time again, I'd assume, or you'd hope that they'd probably make the right decision. But this is just, you know. Yeah. Well, is it now an internal issue with Rioli, not like through the club, or is that does the AFL have to step in now? I don't know what what happens there. Like if um, you know, police will get involved and there'll be charges laid and things like that. Who knows? But um, the goal issue is still playing. So yeah, well, that's I don't it. Think that's stop I don't think that'll now. stop too much, but. It's a bad look for Richmond because obviously they're not flying like they usually are. Like they're still in the eight. Like they're playing okay footy, but they had this whole issue with the uh, Sydney Stack and the other player whose name escapes me. You know, last year with the COVID breach, they had Trent Cotchins misses with the COVID wow. breach. Um, they basically had the Cotchins contemplating leaving altogether, sooking it up, and now they've got it this year. And it seems that last couple of years they have these little, I don't know, eh. Uh, what's the word, probably um, stuff-ups that sort of derail the season, but it's press that Dimmer wouldn't want because this no, week... Well, they had this sort of press last year, and they would have they would have been seething behind closed doors. 100%, mate, because they were a few goals up against your mob, the yeah. Cats, on Friday night, and then they got absolutely pantsed in the last half. So all of this week now, when and it's Monday, so he's got a whole week of media to do now. The media aren't going to be asking, oh, how are you going to respond against... I don't even know who they're playing this week. Uh, how are you uh, they're playing... Oh, I, I had it. Uh, they're playing GWS. Well, okay. How, how they're, you gonna, they were travelling all right. They were travelling all right. They won four of their last five. So it's not, the questions aren't going to be, you know, oh, how are you going to go against GWS this week? You know, who's going to be... All the media are going to be asking this question about Rioli and Bolton, which Dimmer's not going to like either. And, yeah, it's just really, really bad timing just for the club. It's a spotlight that the club doesn't need. 100%, mate. Will Rioli play this week? <coughs> well, that's a I highly, if I was to say, if I was to call it right now, I don't think he, I don't think he no, plays. You'd have to suspend him for a week, maybe, or two. Or I, I don't think the, he the, plays. The, the yeah. club needs to suspend him. Yeah, but they need to make if, a he, if he does play, I think Richmond are putting on a bad look. Yeah. Yes. So and I, I, I know, they're smart enough to realise that. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly right. But it's a really bad time for them because obviously they've got a lot of soldiers down at the moment, and Rioli is a key player in that squad, as is Bolton. And Bolton's probably been the best player this season, um, so that's super 
disappointing for them. That's it's just it's a, not a good look. It's another incident of a club of which there's been a few. Yeah. Of the past. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, the old saying: is uh, winning cures everything, doesn't it? Like, yeah. At what point do they put their foot down? I mean, if you're going out and winning games every week, winning premierships, so, like. Everything's how, how, far, how far do you let the tether? I mean, yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll stick up for their players. And, the proof will be in the pudding. Proof will be in the pudding. Anyway, enough of that. Well, it's going to be all over the media all week. You don't need us banging on about it. For, no. For half an hour. We, before we get in the games, we've just got some burning questions. Um, yes. This is coming from our man Clayton over in New Zealand. Um, uh, over to you, Brad. Kochi and Port. Um you reckon they you reckon they're weak for standing up for their job? I do. Like, I understand where they're coming from, the history of uh, the club, but they're not Port Magpies. No, they're Port Power. As soon as they join the AFL, they become Port Power, mm-hmm. which is the start of their new history. Port Magpies still exist as well. Only just they always yeah, folded. Like, yeah, it's exactly that. Right. So that's not the same team. So what rights do they have as a new team? Like, like the AFL can change their name if they want to. Yeah. Like, don't piss the AFL off. Yeah. Like, mate, he's not even Port Adelaide It's anymore. still the same Port Adelaide that are run out of Alberton That's as right. they were for the hundred-odd years of their existence. Well, was it? Because the same team that played the last game before they joined the AFL had none of the players that played in the AFL. They're all players from different teams around Victoria, essentially, not... Anywhere else, so it was just in the, the name. Yeah. It was not none of the players. I think it's a, it's to me that just reeked of I don't know arrogance for lack of a better word. So you're not going to wear if if the jumper was so important to them, why didn't they wear it during the actual game? Oh, that's right, because you're at risk of losing four points. Four points. Oh no, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have done no, that. No, no, no. And I understand why they. Would no do way, that. no way. The president wouldn't have let the coach. Correct. Do. But then you think it's a great idea to sit there. Um, and after a game, quickly get changed to the, the jumpers and then come out and sing your song. I thought, what? That's the biggest wank I've bit seen. It's a bit of an up yours to <coughs> Eddie and the AFL. It is, but it's, it's juvenile. For a professional football club, um, one of two in South Australia, to, to carry on like that, I just thought it was bloody amateur hour. Like, I'd, I'd expect my three-year-old so, to carry on like that. And, take and you're back, right, uh, they're, they're the Port LA Power. They're not the Magpies, so... Get over it. Can I take you back to another league, another sport? Um, yeah. And you know this, Brad. Do you have, we, do, we haven't seen Aston Villa and West Ham have these sorts of spats, have we? No, no. not at all. They wear the exact same colours? Yes. Yeah. So, um, so for all we care, they could both wear the black and white jumper. That's they, true. Just, just maybe not wear it when they're playing each other. Correct. The AFL doesn't have six different jerseys for six different types of games as well, like the soccer does. No. It, it's not broadcast in that kind of aspect. They've got an away shirt and a home shirt, yeah, and they and look almost identical. And we've got clash, clash jerseys and stuff exactly. as well. So. Some, of which, uh, some of which do not clash. Yes. Some clash very heavily. Yeah. Some of those, some of the uh, if Channel 7 and what they had in hindsight, they'd Try and change up, but uh, they would. But yeah. we, uh, you the know, color is teal, teal yeah. and black and white, not yeah. black and white. No, they were given the teal specifically, and they agreed and signed up on the teal. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand them wanting to wear it, but at the same time, it, negotiate. That's it. Yeah. Just it might take you two, three years, but yeah. if you come to the board 
for the negotiation instead of doing this. Now the AFL is going to be like, well, why should we even bother with you? No, no, yeah. no. Because no. both, both Koch and Maguire have got their flags in the ground. That's right. So it's not going to... Yeah, the AFL can step in. Yeah, yeah. yeah the AFL can step in. And Eddie's not... Well, the AFL has stepped in. And they've no told Port, they've told Port if you wear it. Say, no, it's not. They've told Port if you wear it, you're going to be docked four points. So they've, they have stepped in. Yes, that's right. Uh, but, yeah, they're not budging either club, I think. That's so right. it's going so to be will have to step in. It's going to be a stalemate for some time. Collingwood shouldn't have to change. Like, their jersey looks almost identical to mm. the one it was when they Correct. first started, where Ports has changed about 50 times. <laughs> sure, it's prison bar, but it started off as a prison bar, and then the top rail, yep. and then it's... Ludicrous. Ludicrous. Any, ludicrous. Anyway, um, the West Coast flat track bullies... Uh, Something that which they've been accused of in the past. We had a little conversation about this. We did. I don't agree now. Once it was explained to me what the hell that meant, but yeah, <laughs> I, uh, see, because it could take many forms as well. If you say flat track bullies in the respect that they play well at um, uh, Optus Oval and then don't play well in anywhere else, because obviously last year with the hub they were probably one of the worst performing sides during the hub. They they had players sucking it up during that hub. That's well documented. If you look at the fact that they're flat track bullies because they will only beat teams that are the lesser of them, then you could potentially make a case for it. But they've definitely got a lot of um, injured players at the moment. I don't even think Nat Anui's right. Nat Anui's carrying he's, something. He's not lame. Explosive he's lame. He's so something not right about <coughs> it. They, they've got a few issues, like to. Um, get and you know. Let's see. They go. They come down to they come down to Marvel Stadium and. Had St Kilda put to the sword and yeah. folded in that game. They, and then get absolutely pants by Geelong. They went down to Geelong and got creamed. Um, but that's not a every single time. Like, they don't make grand finals just because they win at Optus Stadium. Correct. They need to win away from home. You're not going to make... Finals. They didn't beat Collingwood at Optus Stadium for the grand final, did they? No, they come yeah, back and beat um, at the MCG at their own ground. Yeah, in 2018, yeah. yeah. So I think there's... Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they're flat track bullies, but there's definitely something going on down at over there at West Coast because I don't know how in the space of three weeks you can go from annihilating St Kilda to gassing it to get absolutely reamed by your mob to cats. Then I'll, we'll go back home and we have a good win in a derby against Rio and then to come over and not really even convincingly beat the Hawks. They didn't really put them away that well, mm-hmm. um, considering the Hawks have got their problems. Yeah, there's a few issues at West Coast. but They've got gaps in the defence they now. Do. They've got yeah. gaps in their midfield. They're elite midfield. A lot, of, no a lot of teams are, a lot of teams are missing. Yeah, elite. <laughs> a, lot of teams are missing a lot of teams are missing soldiers right now. So. But they have no uh, depth. No, their no, midfield really stays on nearly the whole game and wins it. Them, them, them with Shuey and them without Shuey is a different type yeah, of Shuey's and Yeo is a massive to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, what's that blonde guy in their forward line? Oh, Scarlett. Oh, God, he's good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, okay, he's just one of, a, He's one of my boys. <laughs> he's one of, <laughs> he's one of Phil's uh, boys. Yes, yes, or, yes, or no, yes or no question, just quickly, uh, and maybe just a couple of sentences. Has a stand on the mark rule worked? Yes. Yes. You believe so? Yeah. I think it's open up the game. Obviously, it's <laughs> it doesn't help the defenders as much, but... Yes, it's probably helped. I actually probably think it's helped a few teams whose um, foot disposal, the disposable foot isn't very good and gives them a few extra seconds to maybe straighten up and hit a target. Now. So I think yes, I don't mind it. I reckon it's good. Brett? I reckon yes, but there's 
big side effects. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that that 50-metre penalty rule, because of the standing rule, yeah. not from the player on the stand, but the players that are within that stupid protected, oh, protected that was, area. That was, in, that was in before the stand on the mark. No, no, but like... There's a 10-metre protected zone. Yeah. That's right, but the, in the AFL this year, the umpires are real... I know. Yeah. The guy's back's turned completely to it. Like, he's completely out of the play. Yeah. And they're okay with players who run through with their hands in the air following yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that, that must players... be the thing. As soon as you put your hands yeah, up, they're like, they oh, are, sorry, I didn't mean I to do that. They are very, very <laughs> inconsistent with that. It's, it's yeah. lost. Yeah. It's lost. Yeah, Some you, of those they, close you games... See, you see, one, pay, you see one paid and you watch the next game and you see about three or four of them where they do the exact it. same thing. Exactly. In one day. And they don't pay it. Um, yeah, there's no... There's no blanket rule for it's up to the umpire's discretion, I suppose, is it? I reckon if it's if if they're actually impeding on the play, go gun ho. But if a player's got their back like five meters away running the opposite direction, if you're gonna call something stupid like that, yeah, you might as well just hop off the ground. Anyway, so yeah, you got that down as it worked. I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah, I'll say I'll say it's worked too. Um I, I look at how the game might look how had they not brought it in. Yep. Um, as, and, and I look at that and I look at how it is now. Uh, it's a vast improvement. I think we'd be we'd be uh, talking about how crap the game was if we definitely if, if, that, if those changes weren't made. Um, it's a pretty even comp. Um, two wins separating fourth and fourteenth, which it's kind of, it kind of has been for a couple of years. Let's be honest. Um, been, yep. there's, there's there's your bottom there's your bottom four or five which. Um, they fall away quite a bit, but um, throughout the general, most of the competition, it's, it is it is pretty even. Really. Um, sure is, mate. Well, we were talking, you know, a uh, couple of weeks ago, I was saying St Kilda need to win their next two um, to still stay in touch. They win their next two. They're now sitting 11th. They're only outside the eight on percentage. Um, the fact that, you know, uh, you know even... Your boys has them. They're only two wins outside the eight. We've lost three from under a goal. Yeah. So uh, Carlton's the same. Uh, Gold Coast, Adelaide. So if you had a set at the start of the year, considering what what happened to Essendon, that they've got a bunch of young kids playing from at the moment. So it's like I guess like the baby bombers mark too. Those kids are eventually going to get tired. You can't expect Cox and Perkins and blokes like this to play twenty two games. They'll need to be arrested eventually, but they're doing okay. They. Haven't, yeah, they haven't. They haven't. They They've had a couple of blowouts, but that was to be expected against like your ports and things like that. If you had said that Adelaide would be sitting tenth on the ladder at the end of round eight, at the start of the season, you would have thought that you know, smoke in the ice pipe. Um, you know, Carlton's still thereabouts, although they are so frustrating. So it's really good for the competition as a whole that you still realistically at this stage, or mathematically, not realistically, mathematically, by the end of round eight, you still have. 14 teams uh, uh, contending yeah, for Rich, Richmond, Richmond being in the predicament that they're in at the moment, uh, I think there's about probably about five or six teams that could win the play. Correct. Yeah. 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 I'm, it's I'm it's really that. pleasing to see. Yeah, really I love good. It. All right, we'll, go, we'll start off with the games. Let's start with Friday night, <laughs> shall we, Phil? We will start off with Friday night. The Cats v. the, the Tigers now. Jez, um, grand final rematch, boys. <laughs> it was a grand final rematch, and uh, our boy Brad to the right or to the across of us here. He's got a little bit of a head wobble about it. Have a look at that little green. He's, he's trying to he's trying to hold it all in now. At at half time, mate, you, your goal your goal down one three. So I think you're about nine points down, and you probably think, well, we're, we're going to get a really nice 
Good close contest here. It could go either way still. And then after half time, the Geelong Football Club said, stuff this. Um, we're just going to absolutely pants Richmond. And Richmond did not have a, uh, a uh, reply or a rebuttal to Geelong. Yeah, it was a meagre resistance in the end, wasn't it? Like, yeah. No, no, any Geelong supporter like myself would have been rather concerned after being three goals to zip in the first ten minutes. Uh, but uh, the boys stuck at it. Even though we were down in the second quarter, I could see signs of us staying in the contest. Um, and, look, let's let's be honest. Richmond don't have their full side in. And they they don't, nor do Geelong, but, mate. Missing... It's what you're guilty of. You always sell it short, mate. Pump them up. It's okay. It's okay to be like, up and uh, like our, like, I, quote, I quote our coach. Uh, yeah. We're not falling in love with ourselves. No, no. You don't want to do that. But no, it's also no. you've got but, to give credit uh, where it's due. Hey, was it? What, <laughs> yeah, good old teach. <laughs> um, um, so what, what, what we've been through against Richmond uh, in, the, in the last five years or so, yeah. Um, yeah, yes, I was very satisfied with Jeremy Cameron with six goals too was very nice. Gary Rowan just bobbing Gary up. Gary Rowan with a lazy line. line. And this is what I've said. This is what I've said and before. If Myers was back in there, it'd be even scarier. Oh yeah, the, the, the little grunt. This, this, this is what I've said before. Cameron, Cameron being there, yep. he he would get attention. Yep. Hawkins will get attention. Gary Rowan is almost a forgotten man in there. That's Jack what? Henry. There's only yeah, so Henry many good defenders that can play on good players. Correct. It's um, I I thought it was. Great to see um, that you had my boy Mitchie Duncan just just doing what he does just every the week. Thirty touches, like he's is so there a, underrated. Is there, more, is there a more consistent player in the? No, I don't think so, mate. And, and I think it's it helps him. And like you said in previous pods, you're glad that he's underrated because he sort of goes unnoticed because you got you had the L. Uh, you wouldn't, you the Ablets and the Salwoods and the Dangerfields. Mitch Duncan, if you're Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly was getting recognised more than Mitch Duncan. Mitch Duncan's been there for eleven years, so yeah, he could walk down the street. Yeah, I reckon and anyone outside of Geelong, any yeah. anyone outside Geelong fans or you know footy lovers or whatever, if you're just just your regular Joe Blaine, you bumped into Mitch Duncan, you probably wouldn't even know who he is. So um, the the aforementioned. Uh, Shy Bolton took a ribbing mark in the goal. He did. And yeah. I, I applauded. Yeah, <laughs> it was like you couldn't help but applaud that mark. It was good. And there was actually a few, there was actually a few brilliant marks taken during the week. So it's a bit of a fallacy just having a mark of the week, a mark of the year, because there could have been several. There could have been several. It'd be interesting to see which ones. Brady Mycheck, uh, Bob, Bobby Hill almost took one against the Bombers. He didn't quite hold on to. Um, uh, but uh, no, I, I'm just just going to shout out one bloke who. Was actually delisted a couple of years ago, put on yep. the rookie list. Yeah, Lockie Henderson. Lockie Henderson. Yep. He's. I, I think he's Vera playing Gara. the best. I think he's playing <coughs> the best football of his career. Um, he's doing very, very well. He was. He, he not, was it, not only was he breaking even in. Your boy. <laughs> not, only, not only was he breaking even in breaking even oh, in contests no, with uh, with with Revolt, he was. Mm-hmm. He ended up outmarking him and. Um, he does, does, does that quite a lot. He breaks tackles. He outmarks people. He's, a, he's an old forward. He knows yeah. how to play. Yeah. That's the thing. He knows how to stop a forward as well. Which is... And after his career almost being done, he's just now he's just, he's a, a resurgence. About one of the first pick now, old Hendo. So Question he needs a you. shout out. Yeah. Question for you two lads before we go into the next game: Dustin Martin, is he? People are saying he may have been found out. I'm of more to the camp that he is carrying something, and I think it's something to do with his foot. Dimmer said something to this effect after he got concussed in the Melbourne game. He said, a rest will do him good. 
I seriously think that Dustin Martin is nowhere near running at 100%. I don't think he's 100%. If he was, he'd be different. Is it time to give Dustin Martin a rest for a well, couple of Well, I know they're in they, a predicament. They're they sitting eight. Well, they can't afford to now. No. They've just had two players that are probably not going to play this week because they haven't punch ons in the nightclub. So can they afford to rest Dustin? Probably not now. No. That's a question. Yeah, it's... I, I no. agree with you. I reckon he's, he's carrying something. Yeah. It, it might even be calf. More so than foot. I hate it how they say it's your foot. It's some very uncharacteristic. Something mis- below the knees. <laughs> yeah. From uh, from Richmond's backline, just uncharacteristic mistakes. They were dropping yeah. dropping marks. They were fumbling. Yeah. And Geelong were able to take advantage of that. It could be lower back. He's been carrying That's, that team uh, for quite a few years. Yeah. But there's something you don't something you don't see. What <laughs> <laughs> Something you don't normally see Richmond do is just drop marks in their back half and no bring the ball to ground. Uh, yeah, but they, they what, play, if they see someone who's playing really good, they all play to that level. Yeah. And it starts like, in that midfield. So if that midfield's not functioning correctly, it seems that everyone, you think, like ants. You think, it, you think it'll, it just trickles down the rest I, of the I honestly do. They couldn't handle Geelong's pressure in the third quarter. No. No. Yeah, they, the Geelong ramped up the tackling, ramped up the pressure, and Richmond, and uh, the, the, the best type of pressure, Philip, is the pressure on the scoreboard. So That's it. When, you, when you're five, six goals down. Yeah. It uh, messes with your head a little bit. Didn't didn't stop Hawthorne, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, move on. That's enough. That's enough. Giants and Essendon. Now, our boy Brad Jackson is an Essendon, Essendon fan. So let's... Uh, let's... Firstly, uh, did you watch any of the game? Brad? I watched the whole game this time. You watched, you, you watched the whole game? What were your thoughts on Essendon, mate? Like, as a as a Bombers fan, you're probably not thinking that it's finals this year and you're in no. maybe a bit of a rebuild phase or whatever. What were your thoughts on the Bombers on the weekend, mate? I said to... I don't know who I said to him. I might have said it to Jeremy. I said, this is probably the most consistent football I've seen the Bombers play in 10 years. Yeah. Like, I've seen four quarters out of them consecutively. Yeah. I've seen three and a half quarters. They're usually like a one or two quarter, and then they yeah. just go missing for the last five, six years. And it's actually yeah. the younger boys that are... Yeah, they, they, do look like a, they do look like a different incident, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And... Okay, we got rid of Danaher, we got rid of Saad, but if these three young kids that are playing in there at the moment, even um, the Ruckman who played last week, if they're all in there together, and with Draper, imagine them, him and Draper yeah. as a one-two in the Ruck. I think, so, so, so the Cox, Perkins, and... Jones. And Jones. Jones. Oh, I love Jones. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Those, those three will probably win your flag. But who's um, oh, and Draper? Don't forget, yeah, you got Draper. Those well. three, those three, winning your flag. You remember back to uh, the drafts where Hawthorne just got themselves a Ruffy and a Franklin and, and, and a Jordan and Lewis, Lewis yeah. and a Mitchell. I said that. Well, too I can see that. I can see the beginnings of that from yeah. from Essendon. But you've got Parrish, who's now got the experience. You've got yeah. McGrath, who's going to be real solid in the middle. Don't really right so, Parrish. Yeah. Like I'm glad. Let's not forget, Jordan Ridley's only 22 years old. Exactly. Yeah. 21, I think. Uh, 21 is 24. Yeah. If it's... Merritt stays, he's only 25. Yeah. Like in three, four years, Dusty didn't hit his prime until he was 26 years old. Yeah, correct. And that's when he become scary, Dusty. I think it's. Um, I I was. I couldn't agree with you anymore, mate. The Essendon that I was seeing at the moment. If you take the result out of the equation, because Essendon aren't finals bound, okay, and if they somehow manage to buy some pure miracle to get there, they're not going to challenge for a flag. But let's that's all you, all you want to see. All you want to see from your club, they've got a is bunch it, of young it, yeah. kids that are driving the club forward. So it's not, and I know Hurley's been injured, um, but but Hooker, you know, Hooker's had a really good season. I think he's third in the Coleman at the moment. 
um, Perkins, Reed, uh, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Nick Cox, sorry, yeah. Nick Cox, 200 centimetres, and he runs like he, he is insane, <laughs> in, insane what he can do. So I'm with the both of you. Three, oh, he's only got 26 as well. Yeah, Tim and Woody. Um, they're, they're so young. Jordan Ridley, who I'm Devo, that you got his yeah, yeah, for me. So I was filthy. I've, I've got a hard on for you, baby. Yeah, Superman yeah, couldn't bend. Yeah, I got a hold of him nice and early. I, I think it's really pleasing for Essendon and the fact that they almost got back into that game and showed a bit of grit because like you said mate the Essendon evolved if they had been five goals down you know start of fourth quarter they just would have gone like it's too hard and yeah. and put, pulled up count and left they almost snatched that game and uh, could have got the four points but it was super pleasing to see those young kids having a dip and yeah that's what you're if you, you're supporting your club all you want to see is your club give their best and and uh, give effort right to the they're end. They're not losing That's for it. much. They've had, a, as you yeah. said, a couple of blowout games. But yeah. the games, other games they've lost. So they're gonna, yeah, they're having a they're gonna lose, They're going to lose games because they don't have as much talent as the other team. Correct. They're, and they're, I, I just, and, and um, maybe and maybe because the kids are a bit weary. Yeah. They're going to lose games because of that. But they, but they just have they just look like they're just not going to give in at any. Yeah, any stage. And Cadwell, he's only 21 or something. Yeah, yeah, Cold, yeah that one they, they, got, yeah. they got from um, G, GWS. And yeah. speaking of GWS, to their credit, they've won four of their last five. Um, Hogan's down injured again, so that's probably not ideal for him. But they're actually... They didn't need him. St- they didn't need him. They were still uh, very, very good You reckon Finn Lawson's in trouble? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, the, fact, the fact he stuck his elbow out, I think it has him in a bit of hot water. But you watch his shoulder. He didn't just stick his elbow out. You see him actually move. He, he was, he was, yeah, yeah he was reaching out. out to stick exactly. his Exactly. It'll be interesting in. to see if he has a case to answer for if he gets suspended uh, in the final. I reckon Brad, it'll be big, though, because he hit the shoulder first and yeah. then glanced up and then got cocked. And then he got straight back up. Yeah, so and I think... It'll be a week at the most. It's the same with that Fritch one last week. I reckon if Fritch actually knocks out Tom Powell, gets concussed, Fritch doesn't get his suspension reversed. He still would have been rubbed out. Yeah, so, he still would have been. Still would have been again, I think, think it's uh, not the action itself. It's the outcome of the action that the okay. Kyle Hooker was a bit stiff to not get a free kick. It was either a mark or a free kick. Oh, it's one of them. It yeah. was one of them. Yeah. And they just let it go. And uh, GWS. And it was just a rebound it. goal. They just ran it down the field yeah. and uh, kicked the goal. So, But the, it was the Bombers' fault. They stopped. If you watch it, everyone just stood still. Yeah, they, they went rather pedestrian. Um, yes, yeah, it was. But, but it was, you know, well done, Giants. are showing a little bit at the moment, which has probably taken the pressure off their coach. But if you're an Essendon fan, like you are, my friend, I think that's a pretty spot-on summary of where they're going. You'd be very pleased that, although the results might not be going their way, the kids are starting to track north, which you is know, very you, good to see. You know they're doing all right when Dermy goes, oh, I don't mind these young boys. Yeah, oh, dear, and he dear. hates the boys. Yeah, he hates <laughs> the boys. Yeah, he can't stand them, that's all. Right. Uh, we won't gloss over too many of these games. Some are a bit irrelevant, but... Uh, Saints and Gold Coast. Saints got, Saints got the job done up there. Ryder Which, makes the team. Um, Ryder I, makes the team. I tip St Kilda, but a lot of people just hit Gold Coast because they were travelling all right. Yeah. Um, just coming up a win. I, I did have the Gold Coast, Gold Coast then too. up until, what, the last quarter, you'd probably think that that one would have been a, make, a green tick. But does that make you fall in love with St Kilda again? No. No, not yet because I want to see a bit more from them. They're starting to get their soldiers back in Ryder. And, yeah, they and, are. Um, yeah. Uh, Rowan Marshall and things like that. But they weren't. it wasn't a convincing win. Um, but you know they get the four points, so yeah. so that's all you can ask with your club. Well, they but they have to batter up against the Cats on Friday night. Yeah, so let's see, let's um, mark them against that. And is that at GMHBA? No, that's at Marvel. I believe. At Marvel. All yeah. right. Well, let's Marvel see how they go, go against as a Cats. Got you, uh, got you longer to. Uh, so let's see how Marvel they go against on the, the Cats. 
The no. North and the North Melbourne and Collingwood. The, the battle for seventeenth. Uh, battle for um, spoon, Clay. It's uh, it was not much of a game at all. Really, it's pretty shocking. It, it, it was it was pretty shocking. Bit bit of a car crash, yeah. really. Uh, Jordan Degoe beating up on the lower teams. Oh, six yeah. goals, big whooper. Where's he been all, all this year? The okay. most overrated player in that. Yeah, it, it's a shame because he's on big coin. Um, and if they were to try and offload him now, I don't think they would get a great deal for him. Whereas before they signed him to that ridiculous deal last time, they might have been able to get something a bit more for him. But yeah. hindsight's a wonderful yeah, thing. Degoe would kill to have the sort of consistency of a Zach Merritt or a Mitch. They're, they're trying to Correct. compare him to who they, the, the Dusty and stuff like that. He's yeah. never going to – he's not totally he, green. He's, he's, not, not he's, not, he's, he's not Toby okay. Green in the fact that he's consistently good in the forward line. And then he's not like your Petrarchas, your Dangerfields and your Martins where he can – Start in the middle and then move forward and kick a couple of goals and maybe win the game off his own boot. So he's he's a bit of a I don't know stuck in no man's land. No, Stringer should be in that group. Though. Yeah, he's not an elite forward and he's not an elite midfielder. What is he? He's just an average player. Well, yeah, Jake Stringer's hot and cold. Look, just just well, like to go. This year he's only had one bad game though. Yeah, no, yeah the game. The, 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 this game's out gone. in the second quarter. Yeah, and he's yeah. gone. So no, he's he's been he's been okay. He's he's been all right. Um, Saturday night, Philip, you you were at the. I was at the game. Yeah, the G. Yes, at the G. The D's. Um, I was very nervous. The sign of a good team when you you struggle and uh, you know a team comes up against you that's ready to play and you end up eking out a win. You can't win every game by ten goals. No. So the fact that they were able to pull it out, Sydney had more inside 50s, um, had a lot more chances at the start of the fourth Killed quarter. Killed us in the centre clearance, uh, 17 or 4. Yeah, that's so, a bit of an alarming stat. So, but, but again... Experience, d- that's all that is. Yeah. D- d- Defence um, held up again, which is they the did. Melbourne story. Of I think... I can confidently say this now. I think this season that we've probably got the best defence running around in the competition at the moment. I was super nervous even with about five minutes ago because I really thought up until Saturday night we had not lost the last quarter and then that record got broken um, on, on Saturday night when Sydney kicked 2-1 and we kicked two goals or 2-2, whatever it was. That They were coming home with a wet sail and when Callum Sinclair decided to turn up for five minutes and kick that nice goal in the first two minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then dropped a sitter. In yeah, the, my in the arse quarter. checks were clenching really tight because I thought, hang on a sec, we're going to get our first loss of the season here because Sydney's a very good team. They're a well-coached side. Uh, they've got some very, very handy players. And mm. we're missing some handy players in Isaac Heaney as well. So um, what is pleasing me with Melbourne this year is when plan A doesn't go to plan – the whole thing doesn't just shit itself. We, at the moment, seem to be able to uh, etch out a win still. And um, I've said this numerous times, watching the game live is so much better on the TV because there were so many times on Saturday night when May would run up the ground with Buddy, so you'd have 40, 30, uh, 35 uh, players in Melbourne's inside 50, and Harry Petty's all on his own. In, in Melbourne's D50, and then say, like, a Buddy Franklin would be able to get the ball out, and he looks up, and he's got four acres in front of him, and all he's got is one Melbourne player there. And then they need to stop and get numbers back, but then, I don't know, due to Melbourne's fitness or whatever, we start running numbers back, and before you know it, they still don't have targets to kick to. So the pleasing thing for Melbourne, I think, this year is that they're not just playing for themselves, they're playing for each other. Yeah, I think and the, the work rate. The mindset's changed a lot and the work rate's gone right through the roof. So full credit to Simon Goodwin no, as well. Uh, no coincidence that uh, 
Chocolate Williams as part of the coaching uh, staff. I really? would, uh, no coincidence at all that Chocolate Williams, I would even go as far as saying having Adam Uze there has been pretty handy as well. So well done, Melbourne. And it's good signs for Sydney. They've got some really, 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 really good young geez, kids. Geez, a number, like Warner's a Warner. Terrific Sam player. Wicks, you know. Wicks um, is a great Golden um, did some nice things as well. Callum Mills is still only, Callum what, Mills 24, 25, yeah. something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. You know, so, now nah, it's... Um, yeah, I tipped at the start of the year. I said Sydney aren't going to be uh, a basket case that they were last year. No. No, they just um, had a bad, bad, an off year, so to speak. But no, they're, no. they're just tracking along. They'll be there about along nice. They'll win their fair share of games. I, I like your comment best defense, yep. not best back line. No. It's best defense because yep. your forward pressure yes. coming out is it's, it's St. Kilda esque. Yeah. Remember the old lockdown defense <laughs> yep. the St. Kilda used to have? Yep. yep. Can't get it out of there. Then your yep. midfield, yep. Vani, Petrarca. Like, yep. They turn, there's defense. You yep. use the back in the zone. And then you've also got your. Your defense and your Stephen May, and exactly. Oh. Like it's it's a it's an equal defensive pressure in all three segments. It's not just yep. oh our backline is so good. Where yep. a lot of teams go look at our backline. Richmond, yep. they a few years have all been the same. Great defense in the forward line. Great defense in the midfield. Yeah. How many flags are they on? Yeah, three of the last four. Exactly. Yeah, no, so so it's... Melbourne are on their way. If they don't do it this year and they can keep maintain it, they're definitely they're on the right track. Yeah, 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 their time's Finally. their time's coming on. We, we will we will see. We will, we will see. There's uh, no bombers to stop them this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, or, Mike, or Michael Long for that matter. <laughs> also on Saturday night was the showdown with uh, Paul Nadler. <laughs> Adelaide's starting to believe now that they are who we thought they were. Yeah. I think because they started the season like, yeah. like uh, headless chooks, didn't they? They were, they were uh, playing unbelievably. But I think just their uh, youth and lack of talent is yeah, just starting to show now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Positive signs, though. No, they, they, don't, they don't have to win this year. They weren't terrible against Port. Port, no. were, just, Port were just superior. Yeah. Adelaide's pressure was pretty good. And they, yeah. They're just... They just—I uh, don't know—they don't—they just didn't have the polish that a seasoned Port Adelaide team. Not if it did. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to see a bit of fight. Yeah, good to see a bit of fight. Um, at the MCG on Sunday, the Hawks uh, hosted the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> I don't um, even know how the Hawks can stay competitive. I don't know how they do it. I was, yeah, I was going to say, look, they've got nothing, and they God, still. God bless, God bless our man Clay. He's ever optimistic, and I might be saying this about my own club in a couple of years. So. Uh, that was standing. I don't see a lot of light at the end of the tunnel. The no, they're, they're in um, they're in all sorts of uh, trouble. Like when you, they're like a wounded tiger. They're, just they're, they're claw gonna and claw. they're gonna need a couple of years of some top tenors yeah. to <laughs> get to get back up there. Again. Well, unfortunately for them, Granger Barras and Sam Day are probably the two most recent. Oh, Will Day, yeah, yeah. Will Day, yeah. sorry. Um, and they're injured at the moment. And for an extended period, I think, Clark, I was saying the other day, Tom Mitchell has 41 touches, 31 of them are handballs. So metres gained wouldn't be way up there. Um, I t- we're, we've probably discussed this ad nauseum. Tom Mitchell, although he accumulates a lot of the ball, is he overly damaging? Probably you, not. But if you watch, like, you watch a Hawthorne game and by the end of it, Someone told you Mitchell got forty one. You'd be like, "What, really?" Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that he got forty one. I didn't no. notice him in the game. Oh, whereas, it sounds uh, rude, but no, but that's whereas, a, whereas a, a Petrarca or a Martin could have twenty five. You notice every single one of those twenty five touches. 
O'Meara's the same, though. When he's got the ball, yeah. you know. Uh, and the they're ball. missing yeah. him as well. And, you know, Gunston was laid out, and he's probably the best forward that they've got at the moment. So it's not looking too, uh, it's not looking too flash for Hawthorne. Like you said, they're probably going to need to rebuild through the draft. But the thing is now, I don't know what their position is. I don't know if they've got a first-round selection this year. I would assume No, I think they, they do, yeah. yeah um, so will. what would that be at the moment? They'll play about pick three or four in the draft. Yeah. So, they're, then... they're going to need a few of those to jump back, jump back up are. the ladder again. Yeah. Really. Otherwise, I think they're going to be down. It's going to be a good draft this year, though. Going to be it is. Bottom four. Maybe so it's not, probably a, maybe not just this It's year. probably a good yeah, time for them to bottom out, per se, because there's actually a, you know a really yeah. good draft. And, and then, unfortunately, as well, they don't really have too many players that they could maybe Do move that, on is, for well, some picks was, as well. Surely, surely Bergon can't go another year. No, so he's um, gone. That opens up you, a list. A la and Isaac Smith, do they maybe move on to Gunston or a Bruce? I don't think you get too much for Bruce. You might still be able to get something, you know, maybe a late first rounder, early second round yeah, for Jack yeah, Gunston. Jack Gunston. Um, but, uh, and Ben, ben McAvoy's... He's, well, he's not getting any younger either. No. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. But, you know, and then on the flip side, you know, when you see blokes like Chang Kwok GF go for a oh, nice yeah, there are some, the there are so some... There, there's some positive, but there's a hell of a lot more bloody negatives at the moment. Yeah. So, but you know what? If any club can sort of turn it around, it is probably Hawthorne because, like you said, mate, they they just seem to keep in a game for maybe a half or something and then – the other team might blow them out of the water, but okay. they've arguably got one of the best coaches the game's ever seen at the helm at the moment. Yeah, I think I think that's what one of the, a lot of their supporters are just hanging their head on the fact that we've got Clark over. Um, I said, he can only I, do so much. I messaged you uh, earlier in the day. I said, well, you can't just dress up a pig. No, you can put a lipstick on a pig, but it's still going to be a pig. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, the, 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 blues, the blues, the blues, the oh. blues. Our mate Woody, mate, how would he be feeling? Um, how can you be 27 points up and then just completely capitulate? This Carlton just find new ways to hurt their fans, don't they? Yeah. I thought being a Melbourne fan was rough, but far out they are. Would he be fine? This is regular, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought he'd be used to it by now. Yeah. But, but just so, so numb to it. So what the, what Carlton did yesterday was gave, give him some hope. Yeah. Give him some hope. They were, they were competitive, and they've got by the some end of the by the end of, end of the third quarter, Hi, end of the third quarter, and end of the game. After being given some, given a lot of a lot of hope by by your team. Yes, they should. The be, that, they should be disappointed with the result. That notwithstanding, the doggies are a good outfit. That's they opinion. are, and they they fixed up a couple of things and exactly, and they probably, the doggies, probably outran, outran them in the end. Exactly, yeah. they changed their game style, and Blues weren't ready for that. And yeah. then it opens the doggies up to their forward pressure again. So, yeah, the Carlton have still got their learning to do, but um, it's just the same old story, isn't it? It is. They, they need to start taking that next step where they're actually getting wins instead of honourable losses. They've got some really good young talent, like you said, mate. They're just, They've got to keep them, though. That, that's it. You know, Mackay's out of contract. Cripps is out of contract. Cripps is out of contract. I'll tell you what, I'd be signing Harry Mackay up before I sign up Patrick Cripps. Oh, yep. Yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't pay Mackay right? as much as you'd pay Cripps. Here's, here's a conundrum. I've actually got a question from Woody. From, how, Aaron, from Aaron Wood, read Cripps. All right. Well, you grab that question, my friend. Well, how much would you pay Cripps? Because I think we might disagree a little bit here. And there's nothing wrong with it. He's underperformed. Like, yeah. sure, he did well against the Bombers. Yeah. But that's the first game I've actually seen him be Crips of old. Yeah. 
he seems that this year is more of a confidence player than he is yep. the Crips, where he just destroys the midfield with his body. He's like, Correct. he's a subpar Fife, is yep. what I look at him at. Yep. But at the same time, I'd probably say, oh, I'd, I'd probably still say, I'd probably say 700. 700? Yeah. All Only right. because if you can get into a five-year contract yep. with the growth of Walsh yep. and everyone coming through, He's going to be better than what Murphy is, yep, and win you more games than what Murphy could. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah, and our mate, our Carlton mate, uh, Aaron Wood. Yeah, he was just wondering, do they cut their losses with uh, with Patrick Cripps? Um, and the amount of money that we're going to pay him, maybe use that to retain the likes of Walsh, no. Harry Mackay, no, because. Cripps is coming up, and he'll he he won't be he won't be wanting a pittance, will he? Well, he's out of contract at the end of this year. Now he's a free agent at the end of this season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'd be a restricted free agent. So Carlton can match it. So I. Uh, but every teams are unless he signs before this, teams are going to throw nine hundred eight. And this is the thing, Carlton needs to. It's sort of probably holding up other deals because at the moment they probably because. Cripper is a co-captain of the club. They've probably gone to Cripper's management and said, you know, you know, can we do a deal? Then you've got Harry Mackay, who's currently leading. If, if the competition stopped tomorrow, Harry Mackay would win the Coleman medal. He, he's the ball. Right? So you've got a bloke kicking bags of goals left, front, centre in a team that is struggling for wins. Their defence is leaking goals left, front, centre. But at the opposite end of the ground, they've got arguably the most exciting key forward getting around in the competition. That's up for debate, obviously. So he's out of contract. And you've got Patrick Cripps, who is low on form, confidence, whatever. He's not the same Cripper that we come to know and love. And you've got to make a choice between the two. Now, you've got Patrick Cripps, who's 25, a free agent, where you could potentially get a couple of first-round draft selections for him, which they could then go back and bring in another Sard or Williams, whatever. So they don't need to use those draft picks. The money that they've got from not paying Cripps they can give some of that to Mackay as well. So it, it'd be very interesting to see how it goes. If it was me at the moment, I had to pick between Cripps and Mackay. I'd be going for Mackay because it just seems like he's finally got his game together. He's only 23, and they've finally got a key forward, a key forward that they haven't had since Brendan Favola. Like, for the last 10 years, Carlton fans have had to get excited by Levi everyone. Casbolt. <laughs> okay, there's nothing to get yeah. excited about. You know, Le- Levi Casbolt tries and has a crack, don't he's get me a, he's wrong. He's a nice player. He's a nice, nice player, player, but Harry Mackay is one of those players that will put bums on seats because he's going to kick bags of goals if he keeps going. He's not as he's... exciting as Fairfoyers. No, he's not as exciting as Fairfoyers. But he's stronger. He is, and he can take a beautiful contestant. Like, yeah, Woody was fapping on about him a year ago where he said his contestant marking was the best he ever seen. He was... Harping on about it. that's gotten even better. So when it's up in the air, he is very hard to beat due to his size, weight wise and height wise. So um, Carlton in a bit of a conundrum when, at the moment. Because when, uh, when do they um, maybe just take the captaincy off Cripps and just hand it over to Walsh and say, "Here you go." No, no, not well, yet. Doc Doc is co-captain as well, isn't he? So remember, yeah. boys, I've been saying Walsh is the best player. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's well. Yeah. He's already, he's, already, he's already more of a leader than Cripps. It, it, it's not that he's more of a leader. It's just he's – I told you, what, it was been two years ago. Yeah. 
He's my favourite player. Yeah, he's, he's... He's my favourite player. And that was in his first game. Yeah, he's... Uh, I did get to watch him when he wasn't in the AFL, so... Yeah. I, I knew what he, I was, he's, I knew he's I was good. getting into. But who would you keep out of Mackay and Walsh, then? Oh, gee. That, that's that, one I cannot answer, because that's like... Because I, I don't think Walsh is eligible to go for max money, because no. he's just come out of his rookie contract. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Um, Brisbane beat Frio. Okay, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> our boys. Our, our boys, boys Philip. Yes, um, let's go to Do you want to kick us off, mate? Because you haven't got many, and I hear you've got an addition. Oi! Yeah, I do, I do have an addition. Um, so, you know, my boys are just tracking, tracking along nicely. No, right, he was doing because Jeremy was rude and didn't send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, my boy... Jackie, Jackie boy, Jackie Bowes from the Gold Coast. Yeah, Jack Bowes. Just, just his, you know, stock standard. I think he only had about 22 on the weekend. Kind of nice, isn't 20 he? 20 of those were kicks, and he's running at about 80% like he always does. So that was a tick. My boy, Mitch Duncan. Oh, that's, Mitch. How many ticks can you get even that? Oh, Mitch, 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 wow. Mitch. Oh, gee, he's, uh, he got me nice and rigid on Friday night. Was, uh, <laughs> got the loins yeah, going. Got the loins going. He is just a superstar. Um Max Gorn, I'd say Max Gorn was um, okay. Consistent. Consistent. I, he's um, maybe being eight and zip. Maybe time to give Gorn. Uh, he was just he was just okay with their big. Yeah, let, maybe it's still a tick. I reckon. It's still a he, tick. He yeah. won that mid. He won that ruck. He um, yeah, he wasn't taking those those imposing backline marks. No, what he normally does. Uh, we'll, we'll see how he goes for the next couple of weeks. Maybe a. a, a Maybe managing him for a week might help. Uh, Taylor Walker had a not his best game, but he still popped up for two goals, which is um, yeah, he had a few assists. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's he's going all right. The old what, fella. Doing what he has to do in that side. Oh uh, my boy, oh Christian Petrarca, just going. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Mr. Hey. Teflon, shit, to shit, don't stick to the, him. Gets um, the uh, gets the blood throwing through the Kimber oh, veins. Oh, he does, mate. Quickly, he does. It? He's. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he was very handy. Um, Oscar Allen from the Eagles had another really good game. He didn't kick a goal uh, on the weekend, but he was thereabouts. Like, he just kept presenting and did a few nice things. So he is a very, very yeah, handy replacement played, yeah, for Dallas. And uh, played in the back lawn as well. Yeah, 100%, mate. So the, the thing is as well, it gives West Coast an option that you're going out, oh, Darling's on the wrong side of 30, Kennedy's on the wrong side of 30, and then this blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy, Named Oscar Mc, uh, Oscar McDonald, Jesus Christ, Oscar <laughs> Allen, Oscar <laughs> Allen turns up and go. It's not all doom and gloom for the West Coast no, keepers. No, no, no. And finally, my last boy, Patrick Cripps, um, mate. Is he on notice? He's on notice. I he. Um, no, I never thought you'd say this about Cripper. Yeah, because I, I, I do love the old Cripper. <laughs> Years I've been hearing this. He um. I don't know if he's carrying something, if he's just low in form, if he's probably just gone, fuck it, I'm leaving at the end of the year because this club's a joke. I don't know what it is, but something's not quite right with Cripper. He's not the same imposing, dominating bull that he has been for the better part of, you know, three or four years. Maybe it's just, you know... Could be a new game plan yeah, as well. Yeah, a new game not... plan, and maybe he's sick of having to carry the team. Who knows? But, yeah, he is on... He is on notice because, you know, uh, there's a lot at stake here at the end of the year to have bragging rights, you know, yep. with our little scoring system and whatnot. And at the moment, I can't see him winning the John Nichols uh, 
trophy on a day whatever it is, the Carlton BNF. He's definitely not in Brownlow calculations at the moment, and he's definitely not in the Coleman medal, and he's probably not even going to get an All-Australian jumper at the moment. So why are you in the stable? So you're on notice, Patrick Cripps, but my my addition oh, is a uh, – a young Carlton player by the name of oh, Harry Mackay. Because oh, oh, I've got, I've got. Uh, he's jumped on. He's jumped. I've on jumped. I'm on the. I'm on the Mackay train because I reckon I've got the Coleman Medal almost sewn up because I've got Big Boy Tex, Oscar Allen's in the top ten, I think, and now I've got who's currently leading the Coleman in Harry Mackay. So welcome to the stable, Harry Mackay. Yeah. I reckon I might um, yeah. have a Coleman medalist there, hopefully. Also, for Carlton fans as well, that'd be really pleasing to see if you can actually have a good year and get the Coleman. But uh, uh, do you want to go next, Earl, or do we get our boy Brad? Because Brad is a honorary guest, but we've thrown the uh, well, plug. I can, just quick, I can just quickly go through, no, through yeah, mine, yeah, and, we yeah. can, uh, and then we'll go to Brad's. Oh, I've got a couple of soldiers out, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, English, uh, Tim English is still on the sidelines, but I'll, I'll keep him in because you know I think he's yeah, delicious, Philip. Yeah, he gives him a hard on him, Superman could have And I put Zach Butters in a couple of weeks ago, and... He's a, he's a hard he's that hard he'll come back and he'll just slot in straight to the point he he's doing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about him. Uh, Josh Dacos, a lot of Collingwood players lowered their colours or have yeah, in the is. past few weeks, but yeah. he's been he's been decent without being spectacular. But yeah. he's filled a void in that team. He's he's got a bit of class that a few Collingwood players lack. He yeah. does. Yeah. Um, Darcy Byrne Jones just doing his usual thing. Yes. He's dash off half back and. Just a just a cog in that scintillating. Just a cog in that Port Adelaide wheel that yeah. uh, keeps going on, and and uh, also a nice haircut too. You like the lid. Tom Stewart, I. If if Tom Stewart wasn't in our best for a Friday night, I'll, yeah, I'll go. His ability to um, get through tackles and break tackles. And get kick the ball long forward uh, was a bit was underrated. I'd say it'd be top three in your BNF at the moment. Yeah, too, he's, he's right up there. He this, is. He, he's also doing this while being a key defender as well. Yeah. He, so he's That's not just a key tape, defender. Yeah. He's a, he's a dash and half back who's playing in a key defender spot basically. Yeah. He's is what, uh, is what he is. Doing very Delivers well. the ball. Um, uh, Zach Zach Bailey. I didn't see much of Zach uh, nor the nor the Brisbane nor the Brisbane game, but uh, he was solid. <laughs> Solid, 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 <laughs> solid. <laughs> solid again. Um, Mark O'Connor can't wait. He's another one of my soldiers out. Um, but I'm not going to get rid of uh, Mark just, no, no, no. For, just for that reason. Same with Jordan Ridley, who won, who too is a very sought after boy from yes, both of you. Yes, yes, yes. Both of you guys, I think. Um, but Bailey Smith is uh, going oh, from strength to strength this year, being ridiculously good looking as well on yes, and off the field. Bailey, he is just... Bailey is. Uh, it's part of that midfield that uh, just overwhelmed the Blues. Just overwhelmed them. But uh, he's still got he's still got dash and going going very well. Uh, ticks for all the boys that played anyway. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I like it. All right, all right Brad, lay, lay it on us, mate. McCluggage. Why is oh, no one huge. got McCluggage? Oh, huge, oh, huge. McCluggage. He huge. is the no. best player on the Brisbane Lions team, yeah. hands down. Like Lockie Neal, I'm sorry. No, Matthew, Matthew is a very quiet lad. He is. He, what he does is whatever he does works. Um, he does a kick. He just, he's just un, unfettered, isn't he? Yeah, he, he reminds un, me un- of a Pendlebury-esque. Yeah. 
Yeah. If that if that's probably the best like, way to say. Yeah, he's like moved slow, but everything's everything slows Nothing down. Touches him. Yeah. Like he touches him. Like he's just like he moves slowly. He's like Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, he's just so. He is a very clean. That is a very look at him. Just straight off the bat, and he's probably bang, just uh, bang, just just to, locked away the. Yeah, that's an, another that underrated thing. He would have a few Brownlow votes already. That boy. Another, yeah, another underrated uh, thing about McCarthy too. He's just clean. He doesn't fumble. So. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Pendlebury-esque. Yeah, that's the best way. The best oh, person like to come at that. He started strong. Yeah, what, started, what's he that? started very well. Uh, and I, the, I'm going. I'm going one of the new bombers. I'm going. Harrison Jones. Harrison Jones. Oh, Harry yeah. Jones. That boy has kicked eight goals. Yes. Since his first fumble against Hawthorne. No, yeah. not just not just uh, not just not just normal not just normal lead out marks either. No, no. He's been taking pack marks and he, uh, yeah, he's yeah. our marking so many experienced defenders. And all, all, and you can just see him doing that for the next ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see him moving to a wing or something as well. He's fast. He's like Cox. I reckon you could interchange those two players, and we, we might be we might be looking at last season, last off season as doom and gloom for Essendon when it will probably end up being anything but. Sent my friend. They they got some players out, but geez, did they get some yeah. boys in? Yeah, yeah, really nice ones too. And I reckon uh, Lucky Henderson. Lucky Lucky. Just he, a strong stable. Here. He's just. You, you don't. No one talks about him, but I guarantee if you looked at his stats against the players he's on, yeah. they do hardly anything. Yeah. He stops them nearly Beats every them. time. Yeah. Out marks. Out marks. Yeah. Out bodies. He's he's not a bad kick either. Yeah. He sure doesn't do the big long fifties out of he, defense. Uh, Underrated part of his game, he shakes tackles. Like almost no one's seen. I feel about Geelong yeah. supporting Geelong <laughs> players, but he's. He's ten times oh, he, the player he was. Someone, someone tackles like a innocent. He just shakes his hips and yeah. Oh, no, off strong, you go. Yeah, strong, yeah. strong call. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't have too many though, but that's all I've got at the moment. No, no, oh, that's good. That's a very nice, a very see, nice table. We'll check back in with that uh, during the year, Brad. See, B Rad was smart like me. You two plonkers, you and Clay, you went, you went like a bull out of the gate, and you had your ten, and at the moment you got bloody injuries and all out right, of form. Boys. And, and then you just start slow. It's, it's a it's a marathon, not it a sprint, Brad. So it is. those three are very, very, very... I do think that you've got me on the brown low at the moment, Petrarca. But if McCluggage can keep going as he does... Oh, yeah. He he was down. Down. It wouldn't surprise me if they were in the I, top Well, top it wouldn't surprise me because McCluggage... If Brisbane do well and they poll well in games, McCluggage will be getting most of the votes because he doesn't have, like, Neil, etc. to to steal the votes from him. Exactly. So, you might be onto something. All right, it's um, well, time to tip the next round. No, next yeah, round. Get it up on my phone here. I've got the games up on my phone, so I'll, I'll start. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Saints and the Cats, I'll tip the Cats. Um, Swans and Collingwood and SCG, I'll tip the Swans. Hawthorne and North Melbourne, I've got to tip Hawthorne. I can't see. I North may actually win this game, but it doesn't mean... I could, I'll tip them. Um, yeah, I'll still still tip Hawthorne to win. They're paying a dollar forty-four. North is still two two dollars eighty. So um, uh, Brisbane are just travelling along nicely, very nicely. In fact, after they lost the first three, don't forget. Yes, yes. They just piled on five in a row. Uh, Brisbane will beat the Gold Coast Suns. Oh look, Richmond are going to. Is they going to be missing? It's at Marvel Stadium. They're going to be missing a few soldiers, but I'll still back them in Melbourne to beat the Giants. Um, 
Port and the Bulldogs on Saturday night at Adelaide Oval is going to be a cracking game. Oh, very much so. Um, I'll tip Port on the basis that it's there. Uh, I think Essendon will beat the Dockers. I think Carl, um, sorry, Melbourne will beat Carlton. And West Coast will beat Adelaide. Uh, what do you got, Phil? Uh, I will go uh, the Cats to roll St Kilda at Marvel. Uh, the Swans to make light work of the prize up at the SCG. Now, I was just looking at the, the footy tipping, and I, I'm one ahead. Ooh, I'm like, ooh, you know, do, 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 I, do I go? Do I go the obvious? I will tip the Rue boys to roll. Um, not a terrible tip. They can roll. No. At, at Tasmania, this is both, you know, Ruse mm-hmm. and I, I will say I'll go the Ruse to roll Hawthorne. Um, sorry, Clay. Uh, the uh, Lions to take care of the uh, the Suns. The Tigers will roll the Giants. Port Adelaide at home will take care of the Doggies. Essendon at home will take care mm-hmm. of the Dockers. Melbourne uh, should, keyword is there, is should, should make light work of the uh, the Blues. And West Coast at home should uh, be able to dismantle the Crows. Oh, boy, you have the same tips. Hey, look at that. You're not catching him this week, are you, Jezza? No, I tip Hawthorne. Oh, you did too. Uh, that's right. the only one we got different. That's, no, that's okay. It's all good. Yeah, I tip the cats. Yeah. I tip the swans. I also tip north. Hey, smart man. They've their last two weeks. They've been, been all right. Been, they've been okay. Yeah, they've been okay. Against Melbourne, they were unreal. They were. Melbourne they? just were a better team. Oh shit! In the bed at halftime, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going lions. Lions should uh, trump the trump the Gold Coast. I'm going the Giants over the Tigers. I like that one. They've been playing. Can I can I add a boy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah green, not green. Toby Tra- Green. No, the Tom new Green, Tom Green, Tom Green. Tom Green. Tom Green. Oh, Freddie got fingered. He is. He, got... <laughs> he he won on that game. Yep. He in that midfield, he was so good. Yeah, no, he, no, he's going to be going to be a pretty good player, Tom yeah. Green. That. I'm going the doggies. There's just something about the doggies. They're, they're capable like of changing that. their game plan. Yeah, yeah like it's, like it's, it was a 50-50. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I'll give tip either team in that. I yeah. think the Bombers are due for a win. They've been, yeah. been playing pretty good the last few weeks and they've been unlucky. And Freya don't travel all that well either. That is I think true. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I'm going D's. There's no way they're losing. <laughs> and like you boys, the West Coast Eagles are going to put to bed. Adelaide. Poor Adelaide. But yeah. Adelaide did surprise them last year. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. You know that round, when you, when you look at it, uh, there's actually a few that could go either way. So It's that closeness. You were, yeah. you were talking about that close close season where you have a lot of those 50-50s. 100%. Yeah. North is probably the big un-50-50 that we're all picking because uh, we didn't think anyone was going to be uh, yeah. North Melbourne at the time this year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh, the law of averages say they're going to get a win at some point. Yeah, so, probably against the Bombers. Now, um, now, boys. Yeah. Oh. It's time. It's Philip. Oh. <laughs> I have a look at you. He's like kid of the candy shop. <laughs> now, Philip. Yeah, mate. Philip. Yeah, mate. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes, it's been a couple of weeks. Now, how many how many dates so far? Three. So you've had, you've had the three. Yeah. Obviously, obviously you're unwell. So I, yeah. no one, no one would yeah. have been, no one would have been dating in the condition that you're in. Oh yeah, yeah. And, 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 so. and I'm guessing the condition you're in, uh, you probably want to give it a week before you're. Uh, 
yeah, in, so in the company of a lass, would, would that uh, be fair? That would be fair. So catching up again on the uh, 20, 21st. 21st? Just mate. another day, is it? Just another day. Where does it end, Phil? What is it? I don't know. Woody runs out of money. I know. I know one P. Kimber. That ain't happening any time soon. They give you the tip. Um, he's, he pays for dinner. Um, so, Joe, when does the dating game actually? You know, how many dates? What's the? Is there a cap on dates? Four. What, That's the uh, underlying just, rule. And I, I'm, I'm not just asking you specifically, Phil. This yeah. is just a. This is just a general question. <laughs> What's the what's the cap number of dates? It's meant to be four. I didn't know there was a cap, so there you go. You you think it's four? Four is when you have the conversation. Yeah. Well, you're meant to anyway. That doesn't mean it necessarily happens all the time, but yeah. I've, no, no, every I've watched a lot different. of movies. <laughs> 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 I've watched a lot of rom coms in my time. But you, but you know, I mean, mm. although although enjoyable, I mean, um, there comes there comes a point where. The two of you come together in a, in a sort of less formal setting. Would that be that be fair, Phil? Yes, I suppose it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't you haven't put a you haven't put a, a time stamp on uh, no, when that might be. No, I have not, mate. No, no, no. no. But um, are, are the two of you conversing like uh, that might be on the cards at any point? Yeah, I would say I would say that you'd be correct in that assumption, mate. Oh, very. Oh, very good. So, we know. We know. There. We know. Our, our boy Philip. Oh, our boy Philip. He loves to work the phones. Oh God, jeez. I just. I yeah. know. Oh, I just want to. I'm not trying to get you in trouble here. Phil, no. But no. You, you're working the phone, but you're only working the phones with the one. You're wor- only working the one phone, mate. Only yeah. working the one phone. Yeah. So, work, so your workloads just come down. Yep. Just come down exponentially. Hundred percent, mate. Very good. I'm just. I'm looking at Brad. Brad, man. Look, me and, Brad are, me and Brad are trying to figure out how many dates is this man going to go on. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you take her into the cast of the filthy and just filth her. Give her, a scene. <laughs> <laughs> give, her give her, give her a scene too. No, oh, no, not, dear, no, not at any point. But uh, you know, um, um, in the, you know, in the dating game, have you had dinner at Chehasha, or has it all been? Out. No, oh, no, out of stuff. That's a very good yep. question. Is that is is that is, yeah. is that the is that the icebreaker? Philip Philip offers to Philip offers to make a, a meal at the at the castle of filthy. That could be a very nice uh, lead into. We all know I can't cook for shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> Who's come, this? Come, come for a barbecue chicken Gina. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> come for a barbecue chicken pizza at yeah, yeah. Uh, PJ Kimmer's house. Yeah. Right. Come that, for the number fifteen. That could be that could be a very nice segue into yeah, a less formal setting, Philip. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I believe that you know um, this may be on the cards very soon. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. And I know, I know. Rome was not built in a day, Phil. Jeremy. Hey, Emmy and Emmy and Phil Kimber. He does not like to mess up his house at one <laughs> iota. Been there. Let me let me tell you. So him, so him allowing other human there and and to uh, you know make food mess and what and whatnot. Mm. Uh, it's it is a very big step for Emmy and Phil. <laughs> oh, and after she, after she leaves, he will he will get food disinfected. Here, <laughs> I will give, I'll give you the tip that he will. Uh, if I know my man Philip, gotta keep it clean. Yeah, yeah gotta keep it clean, all right. Yeah. But that's that's all the segments is that we got, isn't it? Uh, wife corner, my friend. Do we have anything that we report from wife corner? Because we are recording at the Castle Wharf this evening, and uh, and uh, now when you walked in today, the sink was pretty uh, pretty clear, wasn't it? Well, when I walked in, Jeremy was half naked. He just uh, I, I had to shield the eyes. I was <laughs> the, door, the doorbell rang. 
My bedroom is right next to the front door. I was kind of in the middle of putting my tracky decks on. I didn't want Philip to stand out there too long in the cold. <laughs> it's bloody cold too. It's it bloody is, cold. It is cold and rainy here in Ballarat. Uh, so <laughs> After seeing those bright white legs blind me, I wish I had stayed outside. <laughs> I, might, cold, but I, no. might have been, I might have been just pulling up the old tracky decks as soon as, uh, as, as Philip come in. <laughs> By the way, uh, but yes, yes, the sink was clear. We just had Mother's Day. Um, not too long ago, there was uh, Anzac Day. Yeah, Anzac Day. And golf yes. day. Yes, I went out to play a bit of golf with the boss and mm-hmm. got up at 6 a.m. and on, on, boxing, on, on Anzac Day when we were all supposed to have a day off. So wife wasn't too impressed. But any, anyway, um, so... You've recovered from that. Yeah. So just part of our routine of the morning, I'm yes. My alarm normally goes off at say six a.m. Yeah, yeah. So I get up, get up, and get myself showered, so then I can get onto the hectic part of the day, and that's getting three children out of out the door, ready to go to school. Sure. Um, and one of these days, even on my day off, I do that because Kim needs to get up for work as well. So, yes. So so um so I look I look down there. Just a visual. Just it's not a visual medium, but most of the people who listen to this pod, know that I do wear spectacles Yes. Uh, on a daily basis. So I, uh, I, re- I, so I woke up and I reached it. My alarm hadn't gone off yet. Yeah. And I reached, uh, I reached down to my phone and I looked to check the time and I was like, okay, it's six o'clock. I'd best get up. I got up and did my usual thing and had a shower and everything. We wake the kids up. The kids look pretty tired. Um, go the, I lift, lift my daughter up out of bed, put her on the couch, goes, go do the same to my younger son. And the older son, I just yell at him until he, uh, <laughs> until he gets, uh, gets up out of bed. And I go into Kim, and because her alarm hadn't gone off yet, and I was a bit wondering, wondering why that is. <laughs> and I was like, um, you're not going to work today, it's time to get up. And uh, she asked me, I said, is it time to get up, is it? Um, and so I, I said, yeah, it is. So I walked back out to the I walk back out to the to the lounge room as normal. Mm. Uh, the wife follows me out henceforth and uh, <laughs> and lets me know that uh, it's not actually quarter to seven. It's quarter to six. It actually is quarter to six. <laughs> oh no! I'd got up at five a.m. <laughs> thinking it was six. Wake up the kids. Wake up the kids. There <laughs> early. Gone in. Gone into the wife. Told her to wake up, um, and but believe me, was I organised that day? <laughs> very, very organised. Yeah, the ready. kids were ready. Oh, all the yeah. kids were dressed and ready to go. Um, yeah, yeah uh, Kim was uh, Kim was more than annoyed, uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> that I'd woken her up. The fact that you wake your wife up scares me because mine would bite my hand off. <laughs> yeah, look, no, she's normally pretty good. If I give her a nudge, because. She's the opposite of me. Like, so long you don't wake her up in the hour early before the Yes. I'm normally the early riser out of the two of us. Kim likes to stay in bed for as long as the, is humanly possible before she has to get up. So, um, so no, none too impressed <laughs> by her husband just waking her up an hour early after getting up at five o'clock instead of six. Um, so where, where, do you, where, where do you land on this, boys? Um, does... Mother's Day present or or any other present birthday or anything mm. like that. Does does your wife, Brad, does she actually spot something that she likes and tells you, hey, by the way, I'm getting that? No. Her mother does. 
Her mother did that to her this year. Yes. But no. Most of the time she'll go, well, I don't know what to get. And then I'm stuck going, shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what will I get the doll yeah, this year? Yeah. Exactly. So, well, it was pretty clear. Kim wanted a pair of Ugg boots for Mother's Day and she yeah. told me this. And she actually told me to buy them and which way, which ones to buy and which shop to go to to get them. And this is like two, oh, probably a week, week and a half, maybe a week and a half before Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we, do you draw the line there? Do you... Still rock up on Mother's Day empty-handed, even though she's got her Mother's Day gift. No. Or actually on the day itself. No. Well, the kid, uh, on the kid day should itself, generally get you some have to, stuff you, have, you do have to produce a gift. Yes. Uh, if not breakfast, where, where do you, where do you sit on this, Phil? Well, my sister and I went halves in a new iPhone for um, mum for Mother's Day. God bless her. Yeah, Nettie. So uh, that was online. So that got dispatched today. So I wasn't going to get um, to home in time. But, you know, we still... Um, Got her lunch. We cooked her lunch. Your former cooking mate, if you know what I mean. Bit of an inject there. We cooked mm. her lunch, and um, yeah, so we we still did something for her. But yeah, I, I'd still think that you'd need to give them breakfast in bed or lunch mm. or. Oh, I wish I did. I, I did. Uh, I did cook breakfast. There we go. I did cook breakfast for the wife, and at, uh, and for your information, I actually did. Uh, I actually did give her another present from the kids on the day. Very nice. On the day, which is... Uh, it's good for the kids. Yeah. Good for the kids. Because you've got to remember, you're also celebrating Mother's Day because yeah. she's the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you can't go in empty-handed, which I, which I didn't, which would have just been another reason for Kim. Another to black gonna, mark against all another, day, I've got a few, I've got a few <laughs> of those. You've got a few of those, mate. Um, anyway. That, that's about... Uh, that's about uh, it, I believe, isn't it? Which, uh, thank you, Mr. Thanks, Jackson, Brad. for joining Thanks us this me. evening. It's been fun. Us. We'll get you in again uh, at some point during the year. Yeah, one yes. day I might meet Clay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never met Clay in your life. The beard of Gloria. Maybe some Clay when he's here. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's been good anyway. Lads, we're going out. A bit of Oasis. A bit of Oasis. All right, let's go. Extra hours to wake up. <laughs> <laughs>